everybody you're tuned in to another episode of the flea flicker show uh just playing but you you got your hosts here fred and dre uh we drop new episodes every wednesday and friday in the nfl season you can subscribe on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to follow us on social media at flea flicker show dre tell them what the fuck we got going on for uh, an exciting thanksgiving slate yeah heck yeah this should be a fun week um we got the uh week 12 nfl game preview for the flea flicker preview pod and uh yeah it should be a fun one but before we do that i wanted to hit since it is the week of giving i was just wondering fred in a football sense what do you what are you thankful for man what am i thankful for in a football sense i'm thankful the eagles are nine and one um they haven't put everything together on the field but they're still able to come away with the best record in the league so uh, i'm thankful for that uh i'm not thankful for the litany of injuries we've had across the board especially the quarterbacks so um <laughs> the only part of that i am thankful for is that we've got to see josh Dobbs kind of emerge as this uh this quarterback that he wouldn't have really had a chance to do if it wasn't for injuries. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. My thankful list. I also have Josh Dobbs on there. The pastronaut has been such a fun watch this year. Um, I also have Tommy DeVito on there, the hometown hero for New York, uh, because n- not much else for New York has been very thankful <laughs> for me. So. I'm, uh, I'm also pretty thankful for CJ Stroud. He's single-handedly Ooh, yeah. helping me in my dynasty league. So uh, really thankful for that. Thankful that the Falcons are finally giving Bijan Robinson some uh, some play. So that's good as well. I'm thankful for the uh, the Dolphins offense. I have a lot of them in our league in fantasy. Yeah. They're they- carrying you wholeheartedly. Like that that team is just carrying you. <laughs> yeah, they carried me to a 10 and one record so far. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm thankful for the Lions rise and the Patriots fall. Mostly the Patriots fall, though. It's been so yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's everything I'm thankful for this uh this NFL holiday. Uh so let's get into the games. Uh last week I was eight and six and you were seven and seven. Um it was the exact same record from the week before, I believe. Yep. Yeah, um, so you're now three games ahead of me on the season. Three games up. Let's see if I can maintain that this week. Uh, we got some fun Thursday night Thanksgiving games with your teams that are pretty much always there. The Lions, the Cowboys. Are those the only two teams that are always there? Those are the only two. Uh, isn't Washington usually there? It used to be there when they were the Redskins, I think. And um, it was like a whole Cowboys versus Redskins thing for like oh, Thanksgiving. Okay. But well, uh not too PC, I guess, but um, now it's Cowboys versus Commander. It doesn't have the same sting to it, but uh, it still works. Yeah, it still works. Well, they're both playing, but let's hit, let's start yeah. with the 12 p.m. Thanksgiving slate. The Packers going into Detroit to face the Lions. Aaron Jones uh, will not be there, which makes this even more difficult for a Packers team that is just going to be the definite underdog in this one um they looked solid against the chargers last week but i just don't think i mean the lions did let the bears hang around so the packers do have a chance but no i'm taking the lions on this thanksgiving holiday the lions fans will finally get a solid tradition started because they they see a lot of thanksgiving losing over the years oh yeah um I think I agree with that one. I mean, uh, I think the Lions are going to serve up a Thanksgiving feast in this and the Packers are going to be the main course. So uh, they're going to really eat in this game. And I, I don't think it's going to be close, honestly, uh, especially with Luke Musgrave going down. Luke Musgrave went down with uh, with an abdomen injury last week and he was mm. hospitalized for it. It was pretty, pretty severe. They didn't say what it was, but I'm guessing it was probably a, a ruptured spleen. So he's likely done for the year, though. Yeah, that's rough. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we both start off. Oh, I just spit a little. Uh, we both start <laughs> We both start off 
on the same page. Let's move to the 430 slate. Commanders versus Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Um, I think this will be similar to what we were just talking about. The Cowboys are very talented. The Commanders just lost to a talent-poor Giants team. So I think the Cowboys are going to kind of demolish the Commanders in this game. I don't think it'll be really close. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone in D.C., but it's not going to be good if you turn the TV on, all right? Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys are going to be having their share of turkey legs in this one. And uh, the Cowboys are going to be the commanders of the Thanksgiving table in this. And they're going to serve up a side of victory, uh, a victory with a side of dominance in this game Mm. against the commanders. Hey, oh, yeah. I mean, Howell's been impressive, but he's more fantasy impressive than real life. Impressive Uh, isn't isn't translating the wins. Uh, Cowboys are just too good for them. Yeah, those were a couple of easy games. This one might be a little more interesting, maybe. The 820 game, though, the 49ers are heading into Seattle facing the 12th man. They just lost Hufunga. Um, the Seahawks, Kenneth Walker, probably not going to be playing. Geno Smith is questionable last I saw. I don't know if there's an update on that uh, recently, but this will be a 12th man Thanksgiving. Uh, if Geno's, if Geno plays, I think they have a chance. If Drew Lock plays, no shot. Drew Lock looked yeah. pretty bad. Last week, I don't have any faith, but uh, the 49ers, I think, are going to win this either way. They just looked so good the past few weeks, and uh, without Kenneth Walker especially, this dominant defense is going to be swarming, but they do have the 12th man, so uh, maybe they have a shot. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a tough game, and I think it really depends on uh, how good this game is going to really depend on how Geno Smith looks. Is Geno Smith going to play, or is it Locke? Um, Like you said, if Geno plays, it could be close. If Locke plays, it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, So I'm going to take a caveat with this. Uh, If Geno plays... I'm saying the Seahawks are going to be the turkeys that couldn't be stuffed on uh, this Thanksgiving day. And they're going to rally to victory over the 49ers and a, and a big upset. Um, but if Drew Locke gets the start, I'm saying the 49ers take it all day. Wow. You haven't learned from picking against the 49ers yet, I guess. Um, I haven't. I have to have <laughs> some up. I have to have some differential here this week because I have to make up those three games. So that's true. I was that's looking true. to see where you would pick and where I could potentially get a win that you aren't going to pick the team I'm picking. So good points. Good points. Yeah, I think Brock Purdy's getting the turducken in that one, but we'll see. We will see. I hope Geno does. I love Geno Smith. He's like my second favorite quarterback after Will Greer. Um, but yeah, let's move to the Friday game. Um, Friday game. Friday. First so year. Knows. Yeah. First year there's weird. a Black Friday game. Super weird. It's going to be blacked out. So it'll be crazy. The uh, yeah. Dolphins, though, are heading into MetLife Stadium. It is not Jet Life. Get the heck out of here with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, A Chain, hopefully, will be able to play in this one. We'll see. Uh, the Jets lost Makai Beckin. But the big news Zach Wilson getting benched. Tim Boyle will be starting in this game. I have zero faith in him. Uh, I I don't know if it'll be better or worse than Zach Wilson, but either way, I think the Dolphins are going to make a mockery of this team on Friday night football. Yeah. um, I think it could be closer than you think um, just because the, the Jets' strength is their pass defense. Those corners could stay with the, the two top options there for the Dolphins with Hill and Waddle. But if a, if a Shane plays especially, the run game could be too much there for the Dolphins, and most are in a chain should be able to run all day on the Jets. But either way, I still think the Jets aren't going to be able to do enough on offense to, to compete, even if they give up. 14 points that's probably still gonna be more than what the jets can put up so i'm going i'm coming away with this with dolphins uh making a big splash on the first black friday game and even the jets feeling all washed up yeah you make good points the jets defense is really good this is a big test for them but it's even i think it's an even bigger test for the dolphins offense because if they want to make some noise come playoff time they will have to beat 
defenses like this. So we'll yeah. see what they can do for sure. Um, yeah, and they struggled with Philly. They struggled against the Bills, but they managed to put up 17 in both those games, which is more than enough to beat the Jets. Yeah. Uh, let's move to the Sunday games, though. 1 p.m. slate. We're starting off with the Saints heading into Atlanta, taking on the Falcons. Uh, Derek Carr has not passed the concussion protocol yet, so we're not sure if it's going to be him or Jameis. Uh, and Michael Thomas will not be playing. Um, yeah, is it, it could be an interesting game because of that, but I am never unless he unless he proves otherwise, I am never taking a Desmond Ritter led Falcons team. No, sir. I'm taking Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, whatever, whoever the heck's back there. I don't care. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah, I, I agree with this. It's really hard to have faith in Desmond Ritter. Um, even if they just ride ride uh, B. John Robinson the entire game, the Saints have a good run defense. They have a pretty solid defense uh, as a whole, but um, I think they're gonna they're gonna come away victorious in this, and uh, they're gonna leave the Falcons feeling like flightless birds in this, and that they couldn't take off, and they likely won't be able to. All right. Yep. On the same page for most of these games so far, except you taking the Seahawks for some reason. But let's move to Cincinnati. <laughs> the Steelers coming into town for, I feel like we're getting a divisional match from this group every single week at this point. Um, Steelers versus Bengals, though. I will be at this game, so that's fun. Um, very upset that Joe Burrow is going to miss this one. Of course, in, it, he waits until the game that I'm going to be there to miss his first game <laughs> of the year. It's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, we'll see what Jake Browning can do. He, he looked, he looked kind of solid. Last week, I feel like when he had to play and he's actually going to get like the first team reps now. So I could see the Bengals actually winning this game with Browning, but I don't think I can pick him just yet because because we haven't seen him. We don't know what he can do. And this is a good mm. defense in his first ever NFL start. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Steelers. Yeah, it's it is first. NFL start against a defense like the Steelers. It's probably going to be tough sledding there for him. Uh, the Steelers did fire Matt Canada. Uh, so Ooh. the offense might not look like it's from the 1950s anymore. Hopefully <laughs> uh, they got a lot of weapons there and I hope they can do something on this game. Uh, the Bengals do have a good defense, so it might be tough either way there for, for Kenny Pickett and company, but uh Hopefully they do a little bit better, uh, especially for fantasy purposes, because they have some good receivers there that can make an impact. And uh, But I do think the Steelers are going to be too much, especially defensively, and they're going to turn the Bengals into a bunch of uh, meow and lines instead of uh, instead of some Tigers in this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be there with my uncle Joe, who's a big, big Steelers fan. So he'll be very happy if the Steelers win this one. Uh, you make a good point. I kind of forgot about Matt Canada getting fired. Uh, the offense should yeah. really, I would think, around the new coordinator. So. I'm yeah, paid dividends for the Bills. So, I mean, the Bills fired their OC and put up their probably their best week in months at uh, the other night. Literally, yeah. Against a very good defense in the Jets. So Yeah, so that makes me even more confident with, with picking the Steelers in this one. Poor Bengals fans, man. It really sucks for them this year. Yeah, it's let's tough, move, though. tough break. Yeah, let's move to, I, I think, could be the game of the week, honestly, here. Uh, the Jaguars heading into Houston to face a hot Texans team. But the Jags are pretty spicy themselves. This is a huge divisional matchup. I kind of previewed it a little bit last um, last video because the Texans are trying to catch the Jags right now to take that division. And if they win this game, they just might do it. Um, the Jags are probably going to be favored, I would think. And they looked really good last week as the Texans kind of struggled but still got a win. So maybe I should be picking the Jaguars here. Maybe that's the smart pick. But the Texans are so fun. CJ Stroud is fun every single week. And I really think they can pull off the win. So I'm 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 gonna pick the Texans in a huge test of a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one we're not splitting on. I mean, you know, you know me. I'm a I'm a big CJ Stroud fan, and uh, I think the Texans and CJ the Kid uh, are gonna come in and 
Uh, they're going to rope Trevor Lawrence and really uh, CJ is going to come in like a wild stallion that couldn't be tamed. And the Texans are going to roll the victory. Heck yeah. I think that could be the, like maybe the NFL's game of the week. It will not be the flea flicker show game of the week. Unfortunately, let's move to Indianapolis. It's only three hours away from me. I could go to this game too, but we got the Buccaneers heading in to take on the Colts. And listen, you know me. I've been talking about it all year. I'm a Baker Mayfield guy. You're a Gardner Minshew guy. So I'm interested to see what your take is. Uh, I think it could be a good game, though, with Minshew Mania at home. But I'm going to go ahead and trust Baker and Mike Evans and this Buccaneers defense to take it. All right. Well, uh, I like it. I thought that might be what you went towards. So yep. I'm taking the Colts in this. I think I'm going to sail past the Buccaneers and leave them a little bit shipwrecked. So um, Gardner Minshew, dude's a baller. I love him. Uh, we got both got the mustache vibe going. And I think he's going to I think he's going to put up some numbers against a pass defense that has been pretty lacking so coming off uh coming off i think i think jo- i think downs and i think uh pitman are gonna have a field day in this game um mike evans is really the only piece of the buccaneers that remains to be consistent and um i think it's still gonna see the same for that but i think pitman and downs are both gonna have excellent days i mean similar to what happened with the texans where the texans put up massive numbers against them and every receiver was lighting up the board i don't think it's gonna be necessarily that that drastic he's not gonna put up 400 plus yards passing but I think they're going to have a solid day out there. All right. We're splitting. I knew for a damn fact that we were going to be splitting on that one. (laughs) Um, Let's move, though. That should be a fun game. I don't think it's quite qualifies as our game of the week, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's move to the New York, another MetLife game. The Patriots coming into town. Legendary rivalry. rivalry, Patriots (laughs) and Giants. Um, I think this could actually be a really good, angry, aggressive game. Um, Devontae Parker injured. Uh, we'll see if he can make it back. I'm not sure. Adoree Jackson missed the last game for the Giants. Darius Slayton went out last week for the Giants. That's kind of big, honestly, for their offense. Uh, but the Giants still have the Pats number, in my uh, humble opinion. And I don't think this year is going to change with the Pats and Giants both kind of, uh, you know, bad teams. Uh, the Giants, I think, though, have a little more pizzazz. And Mac Jones... By the way, I think I mentioned it already, but he has been taking starting reps, so he isn't confirmed as the starter for this game, but it's looking like he's going to be. And I think the Giants are going to absolutely demolish him with that defense. So I'm taking the Giants. I, I kind of yeah. don't want him to win, but I'm I'm not going to not pick them against the Patriots. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I saw that as well, that he's probable to make the start here this game, um, which is insane. Like, just start Zappy. Like, what are you what are you losing? Uh, what do you have to gain from Will starting Greer, Mac baby. Jones? But anyway, uh, I'm going Giants as well. Uh, I think Tommy, the Italian stallion DeVito, uh, is going to serve up a pasta dish that the Patriots just can't digest. So um, I know he has pasta before the game, and uh, he's going to – come in and serve that dish up nice and cold and uh, leave the Pats leave a little bit defeated. Heck yeah. I like it. Both picking the Giants. Surprising because yeah. they've been so bad. This is the only game, I think, unless they prove themselves like a lot in this one. I think this might be the last time I take the Giants this year, to be honest. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but let's move to Tennessee. The Panthers coming in to take on a kind of struggling Tennessee team, but they still have a little fight in them. Uh, what do you think about this one, man? I mean, I think this one's the poop bowl of the week. Uh, this one is a, a pretty shit game. Uh, you're looking at a Titans team that has been struggling. Granted, they've faced some pretty decent defenses of late, but um, the Panthers have been bad all year. One law or one win, and I think I'm gonna take the Titans just because I like Levis a lot, a little bit better than uh, Bryce Young, and they're gonna leave the Panthers feeling like a bunch of scared kittens in this game and come out on top. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much on the same page as you. The Panthers are bad. Uh, listen. I work at the University of Kentucky, so give me a Will Levis win in this one. And 
Honestly, I want to see a Derrick Henry wild game. I want to see him go off in this one because he's been quiet lately. And I think this could be the game where he finally gets back to it. Um, and this That'd might be, awesome. be the last time we, the last year we see him in a Titans uniform. So I just want to see one of those, you know, one of those old Derrick Henry games of old, you know, where he was just going crazy on people. Let me see it, Derrick Henry. Um, let's move to the 4 p.m. slate, though. We got the Rams heading into Arizona to take on a Cardinals team that has been giving people fits. Um, Cooper Cup, uh, I think he's going to play, but we're not sure right now, so we'll see. Um, the Rams should win this one, but the Cardinals have been a thorn in the side of everyone they play, so I'm not gonna. I'm definitely not going to count them out. I'm definitely going to pick the Rams, though, in a close one. Cool, cool. Yeah, the uh, the Rams have a lot of weapons. Uh, really depends if Cooper Cup plays or not. Uh, Puka Nakua, though, has uh, pre- been pretty excellent all year. Uh, I think if Cooper doesn't play too, too out well, uh, it's going to put up numbers in this, but uh, they seem to be pretty good without him. Do you know if Kyron Williams is back yet? Oh, that's a good question. I was going to look that up actually before this. I'm going to look it up real quick if you want to keep talking. Yeah, I don't know if he is back. Um, if he is, that that's going to really dictate a lot in this game because he's a huge talent coming back for them. And the offense was really, really flowing nice and smoothly uh, with he him. Is back in the fold he is back so i mean he is set to be back they haven't guaranteed it but they said that he should be okay um yeah i mean that that's that makes it a lot tougher because he is he is a really good running back talent but i'm gonna stick with my original pick and i'm taking kyler murley in the cardinals Uh, i think they're gonna fly (laughs) high above the rams and uh leave leave them feeling like a bunch of sheep in this game so i'm taking kyler i think the offense looks even better than it did with with dobbs there kyler is just he's coming out and he's he's performed really well since coming back from his injury true true i'm starting kyler william uh kyler murray this week so i hope he does good but i mean i did say that they could win this one so I, i wouldn't be super shocked i just with Kyron, I didn't even think about Kyron Williams coming back, to be honest. I, I feel yeah. like that puts him over the top. I think the Rams should win this. Yeah, it's tough. It really depends, too, like how much he's going to be back because he's coming off uh, a pretty long stint on the IR. Uh, so are they going to give him like a, a share of the load or are they going to fully give it to him? Uh, if they fully embrace it and give it to him, give him a lion's share of workload, uh, get him involved in the passing game, they can take this pretty easily. But if they leave it to Royce Freeman handling a majority of it, I think that uh, that's going to make a huge impact. Yeah, you definitely make good points there. Let's move to Denver, Mile High Stadium. The Brownies coming into town. Uh, this is a big test game. What do you think about it, man? Yeah, the uh, the Broncos uh, the Broncos are, are coming in hot. Uh, they're the hottest team in the NFL right now in terms of uh, win streak. Uh, their defense actually is pretty solid. The Browns uh, with the rookie QB and not Watson. Uh, I don't think they can do really that much in this game. So I'm saying the Browns are going to uh, – or the the – Broncos, sorry. The Broncos are going to send the Browns back to the dog pound and they're going to come up with a W. I could definitely see that. I think, I definitely think the Broncos could, like we were talking about it last, uh, last video, the Broncos are on a big win streak and they are, they're honestly trying to push towards the playoff at, at this point, which is crazy. And the Browns just lost to Sean Watson. Well, like two weeks ago now, I guess, but DTR didn't look all that great. They still have a really good defense, but without their quarterback, without their running back, the tight end still not playing like everyone thought he was going <laughs> to. It's it's kind of tough to pick the Browns in this one, but I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Browns defense. I'm going to think that All Russ right. finally gets stopped. Russ and Sean, uh, Sean Payton finally get stopped by the Brownies defense in this one. I definitely think the Broncos could win, so I think it's a good pick for you, but... uh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the Browns. Yeah, there's uh there's some good games in this week. We got some splits going early, and we, we should have at least one more going forward here. So, um, <laughs> you want to push? Let's push. We got the Raiders heading into Vegas, or sorry, the Chiefs heading into Vegas. The Raiders will already be there. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. 
I mean, the, yeah, the Raiders, uh, Raiders are I don't feisty, think there's but... really, I don't think there's really too much to to go in this game. I'm thinking the Chiefs as well. Uh, they're gonna raid. I think the Chiefs are gonna raid the Raiders' hopes and dreams in this game and leave them feeling like a bunch of buried treasure. Um, although. The Chiefs do kind of struggle with the Raiders as of as of late. So the past few seasons, the Raiders have put up big games against them, uh, especially with Josh Jacobs. He seems to have a massive day uh, when he faces the Chiefs. So hmm. uh, anything can happen any given Sunday, right? Any given Sunday. It's any given Sunday game, baby. Chiefs don't have receivers. I mean, maybe that'll change it. Yeah. Let's move to your team, though. Your home, Philadelphia. The Bills are coming into town. The Eagles getting another tough game, but they seem to be winning them all. What do you think, man? Yeah, uh, this is the second game of the big slate here. Um, I think the Eagles are going to soar above the Bills and leave them feeling like a bunch of Buffalo wings. So they're going to be a little bit cooked in this game. I think Hurts is going to make a strong case for his MVP push, uh, leaving and the, the Eagles fans are going to leave Josh Allen a little bit rattled, and he's going to hear a lot of Hurts for MVP chance this game. So um, I'm taking Philly. Uh, I wasn't going any other way. Uh, Philly's coming out with a W. Listen, I want to say this is the third week since we started doing this that I've had the Eagles written down as my pick. But every time you start talking about them, I get upset. <laughs> and there's no way I'm picking the Eagles against the New York team, Buffalo Bills. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't care. They have Joe Brady as their O coordinator now. They looked really good in his first game. I think they're going to look really good in this one, even against a good defense. Um, Kind of a, are they still in an injured defense or are they they all back now? They're pretty healthy. Um, everyone's back. Byard had his best game with the Eagles last week against the Chiefs, so uh, they're, they're pretty healthy defensively. Um, Cunningham is at this point, I think, a better linebacker than their initial starting linebacker of Nicobe Dean. So, mm. on the Kobe Dean isn't healthy, I like Cunningham better there. But offensively, their only, only real piece that's missing is Goddard. But I don't fully trust the Bills in this game against, uh, you know, what, what are the Eagles like 10 and one now, for God's sake? Nine and one, nine and one. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be nine and two. I'm taking the Bills. I don't care. All right, all right. <laughs> Maybe that's the game of the week. It's always the Eagles. Damn it. <laughs> Let's move to Sunday night football. In LA, the Chargers, the Ravens, Mark Andrews on IR. OBJ got hurt. We'll see if he's in. Gerald Everett has been missing the past couple of games. Joey Bosa just got put on IR. A lot of injuries. The Ravens losing Mark Andrews really hurts, and you can't count out the Chargers, but the Ravens and the Chargers have been two different on two different paths right now so far this year, and I don't I don't think that's going to change in this one. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I think the uh, the Ravens have been too good. And uh, I think they're going to come in and cast a spell on the Chargers and leave them feeling uh, like a bunch of powerless Chargers um, in this game. So uh, the Chargers can't seem to beat good teams. They can't seem to beat some bad teams. So um, while they do put up points, uh, I don't see them stopping the Ravens at all. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. The Chargers will Charger. Speaking of that, though, let's go to another team. That likes to do the same thing a lot. Monday night football in Minnesota. The Vikings like to lose close games. They've been doing it for years. The Bears are coming into town. They played good last week. Dante Foreman is hurt. We'll see if he can get in there. Justin Jefferson, we'll see if he can come back in his first week back off IR. That'd be fun. Uh, it could be a good game if Fields can play like last week. Jefferson possibly playing. I really hope to see. That'll be exciting. Um, I'm going to trust the Pastronaut versus Justin Fields. Yeah, uh, I think I'm on the same page as you. Uh, the Bears do have some good qualities they they are they do have exciting pieces there um the running back kind of committee it leaves a lot to be questioned um they have uh, who knows what the identity is there i guess there's a hot hand whoever has the hottest hand is going to going to be the guy but um i'm taking the vikings in this uh, i think that the pastronaut josh dobbs himself is going to launch the vikings into victory and leave the beer 
the beers, the bears feeling lost in space. Yeah, he's taking the beers with him after the win. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up the week for us, though. So that's our whole preview pod, our predictions for week 12. If you liked it, please like, comment, subscribe, Fred. What do we always say, man? Yeah, that uh, that wraps up the episode. The, the best way to support our show is to leave a rating and review on all platforms you listen on. And of course, uh, like the podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe on the Flea Flicker show on YouTube. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on all social media or whatever you're on at Flea Flicker show. And once again, thank you, Flea Flicker Nation, for tuning in and Until next time. Peace. We'll see you in Cincinnati, baby. See you. Go birds, baby.